0: Episode of M Class Podcast, the Internet's number one podcast, starring me, Jeff, and the Internet's number one podcast, starring me, Jeff. I mean, shit, Josh, you did that joke last time? You fucking hack. I'm trying my material out. <laughs> what are you gonna do, stand up, Josh? I don't stand up to do this show. It's, we we do it for like four hours. I'm not standing <laughs> for four hours. Man, I want to do stand up one day. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm too. I'm too much of a Frady cat. Yeah, though. me too. I got a yellow belly. I don't want to get booed. Uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there because this week, this every two weeks, yeah. we're going to be talking about uh, Minefield, the Enterprise episode from season two, episode three. Finally, an Enterprise episode. God, it took us a while to get here. Actually. <laughs> Well, thankfully we didn't watch Terra Nova because it's terrible. God, that would have been the worst Enterprise episode to start on. Yeah, but this one's a pretty good one. Um, some some fun facts right at the gate on this oh, episode. Fun. Jesus, already, holy! Uh, these are not John Larroquette fun facts, but they are fun mm. facts. Uh, this episode was written by John Shabon, who has a great name. A. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, B, he's the co-executive producer of Enterprise. There you go. And uh, C, he's actually the producer and like one of the head writers for X-Files. Oh, uh, the new one? No, the, the original show. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, he actually was, of course, head producer on The Lone Gunman as well. Uh, people love that show. Yeah. It was on for like two seconds. Yeah, R.I.P. to that program. Yeah, R.I.P. to those guys, too. Oh, they had to kill him because they couldn't nah. feed him anymore. <laughs> we got <too> <laughs> they got too big. They uh, got too big. James Contner was the director, and he directed a lot of shit on television. James Contner's the name. Uh, Contner... Uh, was actually a cinematographer on Jaws 3D, which I thought was really fun. <laughs> Holy shit. That's incredible. <laughs> I thought that was a legitimate John Cat fun fact. That is a super fun fact, Jaws 3D. Oh, my God. Um, what I want to th- achieve here is, like, the jaws is, like, coming through the screen. Have it go at the screen 400 times. It's 3D. We gotta use it. Now we got a movie. <laughs> now we got a movie? <laughs> is that the one that takes place in the, the park? It's like... Fuck, I don't remember. I think it's, like, a like a, a SeaWorld, and there's a Jaws in the SeaWorld. That sounds really familiar. So I think you're right because I didn't I watch any anything past 3D. Yeah, um, yeah. There's four, right? I think I there's, think there's four, four. I think there's a spinoff as well. I forget. Baby Jaws. Ba- Jaws babies. It's done like Muppet babies. Jaws babies <laughs> make all your sharks come true. Uh, this is. The last episode in our Romulans collection. I want to get that out of the way. Oh, Up in the front. my God. There are uh, 7 million more episodes of Star Trek with Romulans in them. This isn't comprehensive. No. Uh, I, I do want to point out, though, that uh, we're going to need to choose our next set of episodes, our next collection. Oh, shit. And uh, we want your help with that. skins. <laughs> it's only one episode. <laughs> We talked about the Satan's. Oh, yeah, episode. Satan's. Satan's. With Rumpelstiltskin as <laughs> one of them. Rumpelstiltskin counts as a Satan. Uh, we have a Patreon now. What? We got some Patreon. You guys thought it was a bit. We were going to keep fucking talking about making it and never make it, but we got one, baby. I pulled my shit together and I made the video and then put it up. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good video. Yeah, Oh, you we did a great got job. one. We got one. Um. And if you become a patron today, this is a commercial by the way. sorry everybody. yeah if you become a patron today at one dollar, you'll get ex- you'll get um, uh, access to our exclusive discord channel. Oh yeah, access to behind the-scene blogs and most importantly, a vote on what episode collection we watch next. We're not fucking asking Twitter anymore. If you're not on no. the patreon, we don't care. Fuck yeah. you. No, you're don't. gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> it's a dollar. It's a it's dollar. Uh, yeah, we asked Twitter and it was a disaster. Yes, so. we ended up having the worst series we possibly could have. Literally, because it was called the worst episode series. <laughs> they wanted us to get mad about stuff. They like when we're, like, angry. And it about worked. <laughs> yeah. It worked so well that we bailed on doing the last one and we made (laughs) an April Fool's joke out of it. People still keep falling for that, by the way. I still get a message every now and then from Twitter or from YouTube of somebody being like, fuck, got me again, Jeff. (laughs) So good. Um, uh, There are other reward tiers. Like if you plop down five bucks, uh, you're going to gain access to the M-Class Podcast Discovery Collection. Oh my god. (laughs) We've talked about it a billion times that we were going to watch through Discovery and do M-Class episodes about them. And uh, we still haven't done that, but (laughs) we, we will do that. We're going to do that very soon, and you will have exclusive access... To that podcast it's a five dollar reward just, you know what's super funny i just got that we are doing we're just making them do the thing with our podcast that that show does with to, to watch yeah it. it's behind a fucking paywall that's so great <laughs> that's so fucking genius <laughs> god and damn we're fucking hilarious we are so good god fuck and uh also at that level you receive m class emails a week early oh fuck yeah now you can fucking listen to us listen to people asking us stuff <laughs> You get you get M class emails a week early. It comes out on the same day as M class podcast. Yo, pretty cool, huh? Uh, there are other acts. There are other levels. Uh, I just wanted to touch on two specific things. At the uh, ten dollar reward level, you get Jeff and Josh talk over movies. Our commentary oh, yeah. track series that we're going to be starting real soon. Oh man, I can't wait for that. We're going to watch some real good shit. Uh, if anybody that, I mean went to, <laughs> if anybody went to Josh's stream when we watched Flash Gordon, it'll be like yeah. that, but a lot better since it'll we know be what better. the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, we'll be watching like real things that are like not eighty-five years old. And uh, at the $15 reward, you get early access to another short podcast, like 30 minutes or so, called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, where we just pick a topic and go nuts tangenting for the whole time. We did that already tonight. Uh, That'll be coming out really soon for you patrons, so get ready for that shit. It might be out already. Uh, probably not. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Never mind. Don't listen to me. Uh, you can at higher reward levels. You can get entered into a monthly free art raffle where everyone that's in that level only can win a free fucking forty five dollar full color commission from me. That's crazy for much less money. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, and I fucking added... I just want to tell everybody this. I added a $50 patron level, and it literally says no one is ever going to give us this much money. Uh-huh. And two people signed up for it. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. So thank you to those folks. Maybe we'll put thank yous to patrons in something at some point, but we thank yeah, we you anyway. Yeah, can do that. Anyway. Uh, So, if you... This is a commercial I told you all. You should have fucking known it was going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Become our patron if you want podcasts. (laughs) On to the episode. (laughs) On to the show! Uh, This is the first canonical appearance of the Romulans in the Star Trek main timeline. It's the first appearance of a Romulan ship. It is not the first mention of them canonically oh they get mentioned before this yeah uh uh captain archer gets taken into the future by daniels and the future is all fucked up and it's like a nuclear wasteland and they're in a library like a like a books library and daniels is like what are these books doing here he's like what the fuck are these books and he picks up a book or archer picks up a book and he says the Romulan Star Empire, and he says, "Hey, you better put that down." <laughs> <laughs> and he mentions it in this episode. He says he he saw something about them when he was with Daniels. Oh, okay. I was I was wondering about that line because the funny p- thing is they like mispronounce Romulans. They call it the Rom- Romulans. Romulans. Yeah, the Romulans. And then to Paul is like Romulans. They're yeah, called Romulans. We've heard about them. Yeah, it's really. Uh, it's cool. I think it's cool the way they did it, because, like, obviously she doesn't know that they're Vulcans, right? Yeah, like, she, she has no idea about their relationship to the Vulcans. Yes. But she knows that they're not good news. She's the only Romans heard, like, hearsay. Rumor. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. They're very, like, until somebody comes over the intercom, they're very threatening. Like, the guy who talks over the intercom is like, Yeah, I'm a Vulcan. I'm not a Vulcan. I'm a Romulan. I mean, I'm a Romulan. I'm not a Vulcan at all. There's no relation. Don't look into it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, The beginning of this episode is, like, the most awkward fucking breakfast that was ever put to film. Oh, I fucking... uh, I kind of don't like Reed. He's not, like, my favorite. He gets better when him and uh, Tucker become friends. But, yeah, he's uh, very like straight laced by the book, only cares about the job. Yeah, he gets a little like like uh relaxed more. Like when they go to Riza and like they oh, get like As you know, everybody does. Yeah. Oh, he gets really relaxed, <laughs> you know. Uh, He gets so relaxed, white stuff comes out of his wiener hole. (laughs) That's pretty much the most relaxed level you can get. Yeah, that's pretty relaxed. If you sit in a really comfy chair, white stuff will definitely spoot out of your fucking wiener. Spoot. (laughs) (laughs) Spoot. But, like, Archer invites Malcolm Reed to breakfast, and he's like, Hey, uh, do you like the World Cup? And Reed's like, Nah. He's like, Do you like sports? (laughs) he's like, Nah. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, well, what do you like? He's like, nothing. He's like, yeah. oh, well, let's just have breakfast. And he's like, actually, I brought work here because I'm an he's asshole. Like, yeah, he's like, I was thinking about changing this, this, and this. And Archer's like, I'm trying to eat my fucking Eggs Benedict. Man, yeah, I got Eggs Benedict brought here f- special for you. Like, yeah. we're on a fucking spaceship. Like, how did yeah, I even get this? Space. <laughs> how did I even get this? And you're fucking talking about work. How did I even get this? <laughs> Where do these fucking eggs come from? We don't have chickens on this thing. I guess I fucking had them. I just kept them. I don't know, but I think uh, they like replicate the. Oh, they don't replicate. I think they like uh, change like things into like the chef does it. Like he makes them. Like they talk about it later. Yeah, they don't have uh, food. Resequ- they have food resequencers. Resequencers. At this point. Yeah, yes. they don't Not have replicators. food replicators, which will eventually become replicators. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like a series jump, really. Enterprise food resequencers, then TOS food replicators, then TNG replicators. Replicators, yeah. That's, uh, you can replicate anything. You can replicate a flashlight. You can uh, just go to the holodeck. What is your oh. problem? <laughs> oh, right. That's better. I've been wasting all my replicator rations. <laughs> Worf comes uh we've been getting a complaint uh, replicating 700 fleshlights. Do you think if you replicated flashlights enough that like they would send the ship's counselor to your room and be like I think you have a problem. We need to talk. I mean Barkley probably did. Yeah. When he well, had Bar- to quit he had to quit Holodeck so he had to do something. Yeah, they called it Barkley's disease, I think, right? Um <laughs> uh, porn addiction, Barkley's disease. <laughs> That's canon <laughs> That is canon to the M-Class podcast universe now Also, let the guy fuck holograms Like, whatever Well, th- here's the thing D- Just don't fuck holograms of people on the ship Just yeah, make other holograms <laughs> Yeah, just make, like make a different one Just make a random person hologram It doesn't matter <laughs> That's why you're being a weirdo <laughs> You're being a weirdo, Barkley Fucking got Barclay's disease everywhere. <laughs> um, so they get uh, a little beepy. Uh, yes. I forget what it's called. But they're like, oh, uh, we're getting hit by something. We don't know what, but it fucking exploded. Yeah, something explodes and then like rips a fucking hole in the ship. So like 27 people are injured. Thankfully no one's killed because there's only like 70 people in the ship. So I think there's 82 Eighty-two. Okay. 82 do they count the dog? Dog does not count. When they do the the manifest, sometimes they say eighty-two people and one canine. <laughs> um, they're trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. Which is like the thing about this episode is it is way more Star Trek than any other Enterprise episode I've watched. Yeah, this is this is like so Star Trek that like. It plays with your expectations, because, like, the first season, there's an episode that's exactly like this, where they just go to the planet, and then they have, like, a planet adventure, um, and on, it's Archer, they plants Archer 4, and then they breathe in, like, this hallucinogenic shit, and it makes them crazy. It's the naked time again. Yeah, so, so you're, like, so you're, like, trying to, like, you're, like, okay, so they're gonna go down and whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, literally, they, like, some shit's going down, and you're, like, wait a minute, hold the fucking phone, what is going on right now? And like, you get these shots of like Doctor Flocks in sick bay that is that are like straight at a DS nine with yeah uh, like or, like they're straight out a Voyager really with the Doctor having to treat everybody in the first few episodes yeah and like Doctor Flocks is like he's not being silly he's being a very serious doctor which is yeah, really very cool serious. yeah he's not goofy and uh they they can't figure out what the fuck it is that hit the hull, but they can figure out that it has no life signs. Right, it wasn't, like, a thing, or, like, a ship. But then, all of a sudden, like, they see another thing, like, latch onto them, right? Yeah. And the weird thing is Reed is just like, hey, it's a mine. And they're like, how do you know that? And he's like, uh. Yeah, well, he's, like, the guy. Like, he's, like, he likes this shit, right? He's the guns guy. They brought a guns guy with them, and he's the guns guy. I guess the thing that I was confused about is that like they have something called quantum beacons that i don't know i've never heard of that before okay well i don't remember the quantum beacons what they, it It's how they figure out that they're cloaked minds all around. oh yeah uh so um so this this series is more like serialized where it's like not serialized it's more like uh the episodes connect to each other what's that called? oh yeah it's like ongoing it's ongoing so the Suliban are like this race that they have to deal with, and they can cloak. Like they were given cloak by uh, a future men <laughs> gave them cloaking devices. Yeah, there's a lot of like time travel shit in Enterprise. Yeah. There's a time travel like Cold War going on, and like the Enterprise era is one of the eras where the war is being fought as like a proxy for these like future people to like change the timeline to make it so like they get what they want in the future. So, Daniels and shit is there to, like, help them, like, stay the course and, like, not fuck up the timeline. So, I, I don't know if they give it to them, or maybe the Vulcans, like, know a little bit about cloaking, and they, they offer it to them. It's, it's I forget really how it weird, works. though, because, like, did they just not enter in any information about this? Because in the TOS episode, they're like, oh, shit, they have, like, their ship is just disappearing. What is that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, I mean, it's, it's all like, it's all fucking irrelevant. Yeah. It's it's just like the yeah. canon of the universe or whatever. And you're gonna get that with a prequel. Espe- yeah, especially when TOS is like from the '60s and like they probably don't like necessarily want to draw attention to that episode of TOS where they're like, "What is happening?" When like now it's like everybody knows, you know, what a cloaking yeah, is. Yeah, I mean that's balance of terror, bitch. It's one right. of the best. I know. I know. I, I, I don't know, like, I don't think they use the quantum beacons ever again. Later on in season four, when the Romulans come back, they do, like, how they do it in that episode where uh, Data gets command of that ship and that guy doesn't want to follow orders. Oh, yeah, that's a great episode. Yeah, they make, like, a tachyon grid, so they kind of figure out, like, how to do it better later. But now they have, like, these things or whatever. But there is a reason for it in the show. Okay, I will, so that I makes sense. That. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they send Reed out to examine the mine, but the the problem is they don't think that Reed will be able to figure out like an alien mine that they've never seen before in time before it fucking explodes. <laughs> yeah, Archer's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got this? Okay, we'll see. He he's just like, gives him a chance, I guess, but they work on a plan to just basically jettison the hull plating that it's on, just like yeah, that the, piece the of the ship it. is just going out. Yeah, which is probably, like, the best solution, but the problem is, you know, there's, like, wiring and shit underneath there. Yeah, so, like, the next episode, they have to, like, deal with the problem. Well, I'm not giving too much away, but, like, uh, spoiler alert, like, that's what they wind up doing. (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) But, uh... But then the next episode, they're like, "Well, we can't go to warp like this because, like, we don't have hull plating, <laughs> and we can't just have like all this shit exposed." Which is weird so, because they go to warp at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, they can't. They can't go past like warp two or something like that, or oh. else it, like the structural field like gets fucked up or something. And, I don't know. Like in pure Star Trek fashion, the problem doubles when a ship decloaks nearby that they have no idea what that ship is or what they want because the universal translator can't figure out the language. That's a big thing in this show is, like, they don't have, like, universal translators that are good yet, so... They have uh, Ensign Sato and she got, like, clonked on the head so they had to take her to (laughs) sickbay. Clonked! She was... (laughs) She has, like, a horrible fucking, like, concussion, and she's just like, let me help. She's and like, oh. I got CTE. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently she can do it, even with a fucking horrible concussion. Because- she's, like, a genius. She's, like, a she's like Crusher-esque genius, right? Like, she, she just, like, knows shit. Uh, Reed continues to try to work on the fucking... Uh, the mine and it's all like little. It's like Star Trek technical shit. Yeah, where he's like, "Oh, we need to figure out what class of mine and how many like explosives are inside and what the fucking trigger is." And right, uh, very very Star Trek. The, I'm saying that a lot because I'm just shocked. Like I'm so used You're to watching Enterprise episodes that are not very Star Trekky. I was excited for this one because this one is really good. It's it's like a, a an example of like like, a really good Star Trek episode where things happen in this, like, defined area, right? Like, they're not going all over the place telling some grand story. It's like, this is a a problem we need to fix right here. Yeah, it's like a small-scale story that's, like, perfect. Yeah. And, I wouldn't say perfect, but it's really good. It's really good, yeah. And, uh, I will say that this episode has some of the most un-Romulan Romulans. Like, they just (laughs) sort of act like Klingons, like, get out of our territory! Get out! Get out of here! We'll kill well, they, you. They want to, like, scare you, right? Like, they want to, like, they like they meaning the writers. Like, they don't, they, they want to, like, tease the Romulan angle. Because this whole show is that, right? Like, there is, there is like, a romulan to this, though. Like, it's not in the characterization. It's in the, like, background information. The fact yeah. that they have this area of space mined, and they want to keep people out, makes you wonder what's in it. Right, right. Like, what are they doing down there? Is it, like... Because, like, when the Enterprise scans it, it it's just... There's nothing. It's just, un, like... It's not uninhabited. It's Class M, but, like, there's nobody down there, as far as they can tell. It's just a bunch so, of volcanoes. But, like, is there someone down there? Like, who knows, I right? Mean, like, are they, they saving the, it? They have the planet mined, and, like, we're led to believe near the beginning of the episode that the mines are, like, super old. And, yeah, like, they mention that a about. lot. But there are... There is a fucking starship that decloaks immediately when they show up. Yeah. It might have been just like chilling there. Like so probably there is something there, right? Like a base yeah. or something. So, uh Archer orders uh the pilot uh oh, um, sorry. His name is uh Mayweather? Travis Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah. Mayweather like I wanted to say this like Mayweather mostly just stands around in episodes. And, yeah. like, doesn't say anything. Yeah, he's not real, like, in-depth of a character. <laughs> like, everybody always gives Ensign Kim shit for having no personality. Like, Ensign <laughs> Kim has a personality that's not good. Yeah. But Travis Mayweather has no personality. <laughs> Mayweather is just not sassy Tom Paris. Uh. His, his His personality is he's a really good pilot. Right, and he Other is a really that, good though. pilot. He he goes through the entire minefield without hitting a single mine, which is pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, um, like moving the ship makes the mine activate and like shove a fucking spike through Reed's leg, pinning him onto yeah. the fucking ship. Yeah, whoops, <laughs> and uh, which sucks. <laughs> yeah. If fucking! I would fucking just be like, "All right, I'm dead. We're dead. Like, We're all dead. I'm dead." The thing that's that's maybe a little bit too unrealistic in that scene that maybe like took me out a little bit was that like yeah. he gets shoved through the leg, like a bar of steel goes through his leg, and he's like, "Ugh, yeah. uh, ah, <laughs> ow, that smarts, oh." Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't yell or go like fuck. You know, like we nah. would be like Jesus fuck. Like like he doesn't scream or anything. He just goes ah. <laughs> he's a badass. That's why. <laughs> I guess. He's a British but, uh, badass. Archer goes out and he's like, "Look, you're pinned. You can't get up to do to like disarm the mine. You're going to have to tell me how to disarm the mine." And Reed just like argues him forever. <laughs> yeah. And Archie's like, look, I'm your captain. It's an order. Tell me how to disarm the mine. <laughs> Meanwhile. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Not I was going to say, he, uh, he, he starts to, like, you start to see Malcolm Reed's, like, uh, sort of obsession with the way things used to be, right? Like, he's oh, very yeah. old school. And he's very, like, uh, he's like a naval man. Like, his whole He tells, like, later he yeah, tells about Yeah, which doesn't make family. any sense. Yeah. Like, right. how do you have a navy for a country in a, or like, when the world's Earth government? I guess that they would just still, ha- like, maybe Earth, like, has defensive capabilities on the ocean for reasons. Maybe it's just something to do. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, I guess it could be, like, a ceremonial thing at this point. Yeah, I mean, having, like, a full active navy doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but, like, no, perhaps, it doesn't. <laughs> perhaps, like, there's that's just like part of like a job you do you know like in a post like peaceful the Navy world, might like, mean something different by then as well like you yeah. said it could be earth defenses or something yeah it could it could be just like the ships are there in case like of aliens or something I don't fucking know like maybe they're like weapons yeah, it's, platforms it's in the, the ocean it's movie battleship right right it could be battleship <laughs> <laughs> we're referencing um. the movie battleship oh god <laughs> this show sucks <laughs> shut up shut the fuck up Shut up. <laughs> um, Sato even though she got clonked on the head on a noggin yeah. is uh, able to decode the alien language she's like it's the Romelans and they want us to leave immediately or they're gonna kill us all yeah. and that this belongs to the Romulan star empire and T'Pol's like no it's Romulans. And the music goes, dun, 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 dun. And then T'Pol looks at the camera, and then she winks. And then she whispers, you are waiting for this. And she looks straight at the camera and goes, from Star Trek.
1: <laughs> Next episode, I'll get naked again.
0: Because <laughs> this John, is on the just- CW. <laughs> Josh is just like fantasizing that fucking Tapal talks to him through the TV. She gets all the time. naked every episode. <laughs> she they does. were like, Jolie Blaylock. Uh, since we're on UPN now or whatever, we can show some sweet backs. <laughs> yeah, she's like in season one. Like, I was worried about her. I was like, man, you look like you need to eat something. Like, yeah, she's real thin. You're like a skeleton, like yeah. a skull bones In well, season two, she eat. looks like she's taking better care of herself. Yeah, they probably like were like, eat, eat a sandwich. <laughs> eat, a, eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. Uh, Paul's like, yeah, all I know about the Romulans is that they're like, I've heard bad shit about them. And the high command has never dealt with them before. Yeah. And Archer mentions that he, you know, all the stuff about Daniels, which I completely missed for the most part. Yeah. Uh but it'll take an hour for Sato to come up with a response to the Romula- to the Romulans, which is probably hour, not going to yeah. be long enough, like short enough of a time. Yeah, the Romulans are real uh they're real pissy. So they want him out of there. Yeah, they're like fucking leave or we're going to destroy you. That's it. This has not been a uh very auspicious first contact with the Romulans so far. That's that's for no. sure. Uh, There is a tense scene happening out on the hull, though, where Archer is trying his damnedest to figure out to like follow Reed's orders, but he also wants to talk. Yeah, he's all chit chatty, and Reed is like, "Why are we talking?" (laughs) (laughs) Reed's like, "Just do it. We're not. I can't talk to you because you're my superior officer." Yeah, and eventually Archer gets him to start talking about his family history. Mm-hmm. And we learn all about how he was his whole family were royal navy men and he couldn't right. do it because he had aquaphobia which I thought was the fear of the 1990s uh Swedish techno band Aqua but it turns Jesus out it's Christ, fear of, Josh. of water <laughs> This dude is t- referencing Aqua This show fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> We should take a break <laughs> We'll we'll take a break and we'll come back and we won't reference shitty things anymore. <laughs> no promises. No no promises. For decades, we've dreamed of traveling beyond our galaxy. This fall, we will. Neptune and back in six minutes. of discovery is about to begin. Let's go. Enterprise launches Wednesday, September 26th on UPN. And we're back. Hopefully you purchased that good or service. Yeah, buy all the stuff. Buy Star Trek Consume. stuff. Consume. Tell everyone that M-Class Podcast made you buy Star Trek shit, because I'm trying to get some kickbacks. Yeah, let's get that sweet Star Trek money. <laughs> get that sweet CBS All Access money. Yeah, give us just a free CBS All Access. (laughs) Can't wait to watch watch Blue Bloods. (laughs) (laughs) You can watch it with my pop-up. I think he watches it. So, like, when we left our heroes, Archer was trying to disarm a mine that was stuck to the side of the ship, and it was also stuck through Reed's leg. Yeah, and so they can't cut the little spike because it'll blow up, right? They're like, yeah. don't do that. There's, like, stuff in the spike. And then, so they have to do it, like, the stupid, like, old-fashioned way where they're, like, they're, like trying to take it apart. And, like, it's, it's complicated because it's this fucking space mine. Also, they're in space. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of moving parts going on, right? Yeah. And the ship just... is moving. It's it's crazy. So, like, Archer and Reed start arguing because Reed's like, look, just fucking jettison the part of the ship, right?
1: Like, who cares about me? me I'm just one
0: guy. Right. And Archer's like, there's only 82 people in the ship, numb nuts. Like, who's going to take over for you? (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what he says. He says, "Uh, well, I have to do paperwork, and I really don't want to do that. So, so unfortunately for our heroes, even though Archer has decided that he's going to save the day, uh, two Romulan ships decloak. Yeah, now now there's two of them. Now there are two of them? <laughs> this is getting out of hands. And so they call the ship and they're like, look, if you don't get out of our system right now, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you're dead. You're fucking and you're dead. Like, and Tapal's like, oh, well, we have some people on the, on the side of our ship. And they're like, so we scanned you and we know that you could just jettison the hull plating? Yeah, That's pretty yeah, they specific. <laughs> yeah. they're Well, they're Romulans, man. They're like, that's what we would do, right? They'd be like, fuck it. This this like super specific to me. I don't know. They're like, yeah, we knew that you fixed up the thing to jettison the whole plate, so just do it. Who cares about your stupid? They probably crew were me? watching them though. Like they probably were like scanning them while people were there, like doing that work. That's probably And they probably, probably were like, what are what are all these worker bees doing? And they're like, oh well, they're probably getting ready to jet- jettison the plate. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if that's true. Don't make excuses for this fucking episode I'm 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 excuses man Tonight That's me tonight The the mind just like rearms itself When Archer's about done with it And they're like shit we gotta reset it And do it all over again And Reed's like just fucking kill me (laughs) And like they just They argue a lot in this episode But this one's like particularly heated Right yeah. And so he even, like, he pulls the hose out of his helmet, his air hose, and he's like... Now, Reed does. Yeah, yeah Reed does. not Archer does. He's like, fuck you! No, yeah, uh, I'll <laughs> fucking kill you. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're not gonna kill you, motherfucker! I'm gonna kill you! Yeah. Uh, Reed pulls it out to try and kill himself, which is nuts. Yeah. But he is yeah, trying to crazy. save everyone on board. Yeah, he's a, he's martyring himself. And that's, like, kind of like... I thought that, like, that's, like, one of the more interesting Star Trek aspects of this episode is, like, like that's the type of shit you would see in, like, like a gritty Discovery series, right? Somebody oh, yeah. would martyr themselves, and it would be like, oh, that character or this person was really, he really made an ultimate sacrifice, and so let's honor him, like, you know, like, the troops or whatever. And, like, in Star Trek, Archer's sort of like, nah, dude, we're not doing any of that shit. Yeah. We're, we're saving everybody. I'm gonna save you like, and the ship. Yeah, we're like, doing. Is, we're saving everybody. There's this great conversation that the two of them have. I absolutely love it. Where Archer's like, uh, "Do you have any? Like, I know you don't like my command style. Like, what else do you have for me?" Yeah, and Reed's yeah. like, "Oh, I think you're being uh, like you you do this wrong or whatever." He's like, "Yeah, noted." Anyway, what else? Yeah, he says, <laughs> "I know your I know your concerns in that particular area, like because he thinks that he's like too lax and stuff." Yeah. Like, he takes too many risks and shit. And he's like a fucking cowboy. He's like a shoot-from-the-hip captain. He, he really is, like, much more than Kirk, I'd say. He's much more of a shoot-from-the-hip yeah. kind of guy. He's more Kirk in that, like, he's, w- like, a teenager. He'll, 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 like, jump into danger. Um, they do like, a, like, this a, is a like pretty good This is, like, the super job. Wild West. you remember when Voyager, when yeah. Janeway's like, oh, it's the Wild West, but this is, like, the fucking bare yeah. frontier with nothing in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is, like, there's, like, there's, like, people, like, harvesting minks out here. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, crazy. Dave, like, fucking Davy Crockett is out here right now. This is not the Wild West. (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is the frontier land. Yeah. And he's, like, uh, fuck, Archer says, you know, like, what else are your concerns? And he says, you know, I don't like how you fraternize with you. yeah, I think like you shouldn't fraternize with people who are above you in rank or whatever. Like I'm just here for the job. And Archer says straight up, "Look, we're going to be out here for years. All we have yeah. to depend on is each other. And if we don't right. form those type of bonds, we're never going to make it." Right, you'll just you'll die. Like you'll just something'll happen. There'll be no reason to like try hard to get out of a situation or or like you won't have the connections with people that you need later. And again, I think that that's like such a Star Trek Moment. Oh yeah, and I think that that's when this show kind of like you're like, okay, there's the Star Trek. It's right there, right? There's that nugget of Star Trek. Like, Archer's already becoming like this, like, like Federation hero that he's supposed to be. Like, he's already forming these ideas about like what will eventually become the Federation. Um, and I think that like that's something that like gets overlooked with this show because, like, it's not yet the Federation and it was canceled and the theme song is bad and everything's (laughs) weird and, like, but there is that stuff there that, like, real Star Trek fans, like, wrote this show and they understood that, like, Archer was going to be this, like, George Washington of the Federation, right? Like, for Americans, George Washington's, like, a founding father and he, like, you know, fought the revolution. Like, that's what Archer does, but for the Federation. I mean, so. if you think about it, like, we have this idea of George Washington, right? Like, he was, they were like, oh, we need a king. And he was like, well, we yeah. had a king already, and that's where all of our fucking problem came from, right? Yeah, we're not doing that again. We're not yeah. doing that again. So they were like, well, how about president? And he was like, all right, you know, that's better. Right. I preside over the thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, you have to wonder, like, how did he get to that point? There's that story, like, yeah. when he was a kid, he'd chop down a cherry tree, you know? He would give right. a fuck. How did he get from there to being, like, this founding father that we make statues of and hold up to this grand right. ideal, and that's Archer, right? Yeah, yeah. How did he get from being this dude who fucking hates aliens and is, like, itching to get into action to being the guy who was the founding father of the Federation? Yeah. It's just it's just unfortunate that the show got canceled before we got to see that. You see moments of it and, like, there are there are some really cool moments where like especially when it comes to um the prime directive right like because they don't have the prime directive and 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 they they get to a planet that's like pre-industrial and they're like let's go down there and and to paul's like hold on like you can't just go walking around like aliens down there she's like you can't go down there we'll just scan them and then archer's like well okay like you're right like we can't do that so then they do like the makeup thing right and they're like we'll just look like them which is kind of like a funny like nod at the show itself really right yeah like but there's moments too when when archer is like there isn't a plan for this yet and he says like one day someone will come up with some kind of and and he says directive he's like some kind of directive that that says what we can and can't do out here but and he's like until then though like we have to make sure that like we don't fuck people up like we can't go down there and just like fuck with people and he he talks about like Earth and he's like well what would have happened if like someone would have given like you know our ancestors like these crazy abilities you know like like or cured our diseases like we wouldn't have gone through like we wouldn't have gone through like the growth we needed to become who we are and it's like really like that and those moments you're like oh my god there's Star Trek there it is definitely you know definitely and maybe someday somebody will make a directive that's prime that we follow primarily (laughs) there he did amazon prime oh the real prime directive anyway this is not sponsored sponsored content content. but you know if you need shopping done and you need it quick (laughs) go to the fucking store you fucking fat slob go get your lazy button that you push and it orders your groceries for you (laughs) (laughs) fucking ridiculous uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to the show You're right though, you're definitely right there, Like, from everything I've seen in Enterprise There are, like, flashing moments of it And this episode's one of them, for sure yeah, That kind of, yeah. like, you know We don't have to sacrifice someone We have to, right. like, protect each other Because we're all in this together Right, the minute you start, like, being like Well, I guess we can make this concession Is the minute, like, your humanity starts to die, right? You and see that's that like in like DS9, very- really <laughs> Yeah, yeah and, like, that's, that's, like, that's a very, like, hard line stance, I guess. Like, but at some point, like, y- you know, use what you got, right? And that's kind of Archer's, like, mentality is, like, look, we're smart enough to get out of this. We're fucking scientists. We're human beings. We're, we're clever. We got here. We can get out of this shit, you know? And they do. Because, like, yeah. Archer fully cowboys. They do it and. In- they do it in a cowboy way, right? Yeah, Ar- but, yeah. <laughs> Archer fully cowboys this last plan, and he takes <laughs> two shuttle pod hatches, and uh, they figure out that like when they activated the mine, there was like a good ten seconds
1: before yeah, they turned time. it off.
0: So they come up with this idea, they get uh, the two shuttle pod hatches, and they take a torch, and they cut the uh, piece of metal that's going through uh, Reed's leg. Yeah, and then they detach the hull plating. The two of them jump into space holding the two doors and then, like, <laughs> turn towards the explosion and ride the explosion wave. Yeah, they surf. They fucking gnarly fucking explosion surf. Their she way. is straight up fucking, like, bodacious fucking wave surfing <laughs> on an explosion in space. <laughs> and somehow it it like shoots them right back towards the door <laughs> yeah there's a little bit of like all right but they, do they have like rocket packs on them do they have them? i don't, I, I don't remember yeah they do they do they have the little rocket packs maybe that's why they but like them. as soon as they're back in the ship they just go to warp and the romulans are like all right fuck them they left yeah, they blew up two of our sweet minds, though. <laughs> yeah, and fucking... There's this weird little, like, sitcom argument at the end where Reed, uh, Archer's like, how long did it take to explode? And Reed's like, I don't know, 15 seconds? And he said it was 20. Yeah, and he's like, that's an order. It was funny. Which is kind of funny, because he's, like, taking that, that, that stance that Reed said he should, right? Yeah. And, and not, like, fraternizing with him. It's kind of funny. It was, it is funny, and, like for anybody who is like on the fence for enterprise i feel like this is a great first episode to get into enterprise because it gives you that taste of star trek that you're not going to get for a little while at the beginning when you start there so you can watch this and then hop back yeah the episode before this is awesome also is it but it's the one with daniels no it's a—it's the one where T'Pol tells them a story about the real first contact with humans oh yeah about, yeah yeah I know that one it takes place in Pennsylvania it's really cool it's a cool Star Trek episode and that's a very I would be uh, shocked if that guy who didn't write for the X-Files didn't write that one it's very X-Files what was his name I don't remember Jeff. whose name could you hear me yeah, I I was like I read something on fucking Memory Alpha, and it like it caught my attention in a big fucking way. Yeah, uh, who's who's this character? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what happened? Who's I, the character you were talking know. about? To Paul? No, so you said what was that person's name? Oh, the the guy who um, the guy who wrote this the, for the X Files. Oh um, fuck! Uh, his name is uh, John Shabon. John Shaban, I wouldn't be shocked if John Shaban wrote the episode before this also. Okay. It's very that was like I, that was like full on fucking like 100% professional of me to just fucking like zone out and read something <laughs> on our podcast. But <laughs> I thought it was Skype. You could have just said it was Skype. I'd have been like, "Oh yeah, Skype sucks." Yeah, I could have lied. This episode brought to you by not. I could have been a liar. That's true. <laughs> just lie. Just lie all the time. <laughs> Uh the like, the thing that the thing that got to me is like the, there's usually not deleted scenes in Star Trek episodes yeah. that like almost made it to air. Yeah. But I could see why this scene was deleted because uh there was supposed to be like a scene with Incensato and Dr. Phlox where she tries to leave and he's uh-huh. like, "Oh, you can't leave, but your injuries aren't that bad, so we can uh learn Denobulin together." I can uh, uh, I can yeah. teach you some, yeah, anato- some anatomy names, and oh. Sato gets the first two names right, but she messes up the last one and says "big toe," and that's the joke. Big toe. Yep, the show is on UPS. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really were like. Making this, like, fucking supernatural and shit. Like, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, there are. <laughs> uh, it's su- It sucks, because it's like, you don't need this shit. You don't fucking need this shit. But. This, all I can think about is, like, th- balance of terror. I keep going back to that, even though I shouldn't. <laughs> like, the episode specifically is, like, don't think about that. But yeah. I just remembered that in Balance of Terror, they're like maybe like the Romulan ship like super overheats and uses up a ton of energy because cloaking is a new technology for it.
1: Right. But they've had it for
0: like a hundred years apparently. Yeah, yeah, I, that's the problem with with anything like this, right? Is like, are you going to base like what? was said in that episode like did they think about what they were saying did they like that was like a way to write out of the problem for that episode but like overall like it doesn't really matter in the long run so i don't know like i don't know it's like it's a weird it's like a weird yeah it's like like, how much do you really care about the continuity of the show like i feel like the story and the characters take precedence and that you're getting like the meaning like there's a real morality lesson in star trek right Right. i think that's a lot more important the techno babble is important to keep track of and like i know you and i both agree that like you can't just go make make making shit up or whatever but i mean obviously i think like paramount and like the showrunners of of all the star treks were like there was a big push after like TNG was over to like normalize Star Trek right Mm -hmm. and to make it like this is the universe we live in these are the rules here's Mm -hmm. what happened right and unfortunately you're going to have like sacrifices like balance of terror you're going to have that line where they're like they say that about the cloaking device that like kind of get thrown away it's actually easier I feel like because I was just reading a little bit of like how they got around that in like the extended universe stuff because they have a novel which is uh, called the good that men do yeah, uh, where it was like an experimental cloaking technology, and okay. uh, like it failed ultimately, and that's why they still have the problem a hundred years later. Uh, right. I feel like it's easier to explain away by the fact that a uh, Federation officer, Scotty, is the one who says that line. Right. Just have him be like, wrong. He doesn't know. Have it be like something yeah. else that was causing it in Balance yeah. of Terror or something. Who knows. Yeah, you could totally, you could totally do that. Like, you could totally be, like, maybe they were just having problems with their cloaking device or something. Like, who fucking knows, right? Like, it, any given, any given day, anything could go wrong. It doesn't have to be, like, this, like, permanent. Yeah. You don't have to have, like, Star Wars syndrome, where it's like, well, now this is the thing forever now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Where, like, the same technology is just always and forever once it appears. Yeah, it's just permanent. Um. Which, which I'm kind of cool with in some respects. I'm kind of cool with and not in Star Wars. That's a whole other conversation, We though, can but. get into that on Star Wars class podcasts. <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting to note that the suit, like the space suits that they wear, are actually yeah. really similar to the space suits from like the motion picture. Yeah, they're like uh, they, they well, they want to be able to see their face, like that's a big thing, right? Oh yeah, the, like the one in the motion picture isn't lit up, but they always have a light directly on the face anyway. Yeah, but it's yeah. the same type of shape, like the helmet and everything, and the body of the suit, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Like that's yeah, that's getting it close to continuity right there. Yeah, that's that's really cool. They do they do some cool stuff with the technology. Um, they rushed, they rushed, like, photon torpedoes and stuff into the show relatively soon because people wanted them. Yeah, that's Like, fans, true. and they were like, just put them in, like, fuck it. Phasers are, like, happening real soon, which they don't really have, like, like full access to phasers right away. And they kind of explain that away because, like, the Enterprise just kind of, like, gets rushed into service quickly in the first season, you know, because they were like, the Vulcans were holding them back, and then Archer and the Earth, uh, Earth Starfleet is like, okay, we're going to do this anyway. So send them out, fucking yeah. right. Like, it's time, go. So they get kind of like retrofitted with some stuff. Um, have you, Jeff? Have you ever seen the like the retrofit to the NX ship? I have. Oh my god, I love it's it. It's actually I really cool it. looking. It's like the perfect bridge. Not, like, bridge where they work, but, like, the perfect bridge between TOS oh, yeah. and this show. Oh, yeah. You see exactly, it's, like, it's like a middle point. It really it's is. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God, like... And I would have killed for the show to, like, get to that point where they make that... They actually make, like, like the, the Enterprise. first Constitution class? It's like a, like a pre-Constitution Enterprise. Oh, that man. would be really that cool. That would be fucking awesome. And it would make a lot of sense because, like, the Romulan War, like, they just, like jack up the ships right they just build like better ships i thought uh it stood out to me in this episode unrelated but it stood out to me in this episode uh when when reed's leg gets impaled the suit that he's wearing seals itself around the hole which is like great technology it would have been cool if they had that in any other star trek (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like I I thought like, about Warp this. Doesn't have that. It says yeah. it on the memory alpha that I'm looking at. So, that's how the sausage is made, everybody. I just don't fucking remember everything that happens in an episode. <laughs> but uh it mentions it on the thing. But I thought about it in the episode, even when it's sealed. I was like, damn, it'd be cool if they had that and other stuff. And then I remembered the dude in first contact that gets fucking blown through space when the hole gets caught, cut in this thing. Yeah, whatever the fuck his yep. name is. <laughs> Fucking uh, and, and some Dreamy Eyes. Hawk. Yeah. That's his name. L- lieutenant Hawk? I think. I think so. I think he's a lieutenant. It's the guy from fucking everything. He's in. Uh, everything in the 90s. Minority Report. He was in. Yeah. He's a Spielberg dude. He's like always in Spielberg shit. He's in of Brothers. He's in everything. Uh, why don't we take a break and we'll come back with our final thoughts about this episode? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Be right back. Yes? I have a petition here to stop the space channel from showing so much Star Trek. Could I please get your signature? What show? Star Trek. Look, look, look at the space schedule here. Star Trek the original, Star Trek the next generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and Star Trek Voyager. It's all they play, and it's got to stop. Do they play Magnum P.I.? No, ma'am. They don't. They play Star Trek. The only people that watch this crap live in their basement and have no lives. They wear stupid costumes, go to conventions, and call themselves captain and stuff. It's got to stop, and will you please sign my petition? Well, I still don't know what you're talking about, but I'll get my son to sign for you. Gary, get up here, dear. He lives in the basement. Such a nice boy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? I'm fine. Doha Jopa Hasta! Raj. Get ready for more Star Trek Enterprise, the new series. Coming this fall to space. And we're back. And we've talked a lot about this episode already. We've we've gone through it as we do. As we do, with a fine-toothed comb. Yes, picked it apart. uh, To get the fleas out of your pubes. I mean... (sighs) What? (laughs) Fleas? (laughs) Yeah. Like... Isn't that just Jeff. normally, like, lice or something? Jeff. Like, you've never had fleas. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there, right? Uh, one time when I was a little kid, my cat had fleas so bad, I had them in my hair. It was fucking terrible, dude. Dude, it was one, terrible. Time I had, one time I had a girl over, right? <laughs> oh, and no. uh, the dogs had been in the house, because we had two dogs. They had been in the yeah. house so long and so bad that there were fleas all over it. Yeah, that's and dude when like, your pet the girl fleas. I was with is like, what the fuck? What is Oh my god, there's fleas all over my leg! And I was like, yeah. Alright, this date's over. <laughs> dude, that sucks, dude. <laughs> that sucks. Cause like fleas, dude, like fleas fucking suck. Like they show up and you just you can't it's you gotta bomb your house like six times. It sucks. My uh my wife listens to this podcast, so I can't wait until she asks me what girl I'm talking about and when this was. Well, Jeff, I won't ask because I wouldn't know who it was. Talk to you later, Crystal. Um <laughs> That's I, the John Larroquette. <laughs> Jeff's gonna get asked a question later on, fun fact of the day. Uh I feel Ooh, it like I what talked to a girl, my- was it? <laughs> <laughs> I talked about this before but like and I mentioned it a billion times but this episode is like way more Star Trek than I thought it was going to be. I'm like, so excited that you liked it. I'm like I'm real I knew you would. Like I don't want to like suck my own uh flea-ridden dick but like Of course. I knew, get I, your I lips knew you'd bit, like so. it. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. <laughs> you were right. You were 100% right. Like I really I i was really into this episode like five minutes into it i was like oh my god am i watching star trek (laughs) i know right (laughs) dude it's enterprise it tricks you first you're like wait this isn't star trek and then you're like no it totally is and then later you're like wait no is it (laughs) and then later you're like no it is it's It's like like, that's the whole show there's something to be said for the fact that like it's called enterprise not star trek Well, that was, like, they changed it then, right? Like, later in season three, they changed it to Star Trek again. Yeah, Star Trek Enterprise. Which is, like, so stupid, but this is, like, the way that fucking people were thinking in 2004 and shit, man. Like, people were like, we gotta change this shit up. Well, people are still thinking that, right? Yeah. The the big thing with Discovery is, like, this is Star Trek for a new audience. Right. And I'm like, really? Because it's the same movie that came out, like, almost ten years ago. Right, it's the (laughs) same movie it's the you put a fucking transformer as the ship like it's like what like what the fuck like we'll talk about that (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that on the other thing but like yeah like with this though if anything and i think like i would prefer this and maybe maybe it's like the the lesser of two evils type of situation i would prefer to have a star trek like enterprise where sometimes the show is like kind of slow you know I'd prefer that Dude, over, I like... I want a slow show. Like, I I love slow-plotting sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Like, instead of, like, the movies or, or Discovery where it's, like, shoot, 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 shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah, there like, has to be a fight every so often or else yeah, people will lose interest. Yeah, everything's like a battle and it's like, that's not, like, what's going on in Star Trek. Like, people aren't doing that shit. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were sort of defending uh, Discovery not to jump back on that for a second, yeah, yeah. But uh, he paused for a second when I when I mentioned like there's no slow points in Discovery really. Like there's like crooked angles of people arguing, but yeah, there's Dutch and angles. He, of and then arguments. he was like, "Wait a second, there are no scenes of people sitting around the table talking in that show, are there?" No, And I was like, "Nope, there sure are. aren't." <laughs> Like what do you think would happen if there are science? I don't remember them or anything and like yeah. those are my favorite type of Star Trek scenes where people sit down together and try to figure out a solution to a problem. Yeah, it it's I agreed. And I and I don't know like I don't know like what the deal is with with human beings right now. <laughs> I mean that's in very general. true in general, yeah. But but like I I don't know why we can't just like <laughs> what like why does everything need to be like so fucking like right now, you know? It's, uh, I don't know? it's sort of like, you know how if you watch something from the 90s, like, a lot of things you can watch from the 90s or the 80s and be like, oh, this is a really great movie, or this is a really great show. Yeah. And then there are other things where you watch them and you're, like, unbelievably aware of the fact that it's a 90s show, right, or right, an 80s right. show. Like, people in a 90s show, people are wearing like Ray-Bans and bright fucking color windbreakers and shit, yeah. and they're saying radical. <laughs> and, like... Star Trek Discovery Uh and, like, a lot of shows that are on TV now are going to be, like, so painfully 2010s. Yeah, they're going to be whatever we call, like, the the teens or whatever. Yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. And I feel that way about films, too. Like, even, like, some of the better ones, I guess, like, even, like, some of the better Marvel movies, I I feel like later people are going to be like, oh, well, this is from that time when, like, nobody could pay attention and they had to watch, like, fucking gunfights every two seconds. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And there will always be those movies that don't have that to it. Like, if somebody watches Blade Runner 2049 in, like, 20 or 30 years, they're going to be like, oh, this is a really great movie. Yeah, no, exactly. They're going to be like, oh, wow, like, holy shit. There was good stuff, like, but they just weren't, like, kind of how we feel about Blade Runner now. I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? Like, like for the longest time, Blade Runner was like a cult classic. Yes, like it was. It was like nobody like Blade Runner. Like okay, and now it's like it's a it is a classic because like we're the generation that grew up like watching it, so we've made it like a classic because it should be that. honestly. I really do love that when like if I move and I've read people who say like. Like, directors and stuff, where somebody's like, oh, how do you feel that your movie's a cult classic? And they're like, well, I fucking hate it. Like, yeah. I put a movie out and nobody liked it and I didn't make any money and now I can't do yeah. shit with it. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, but, like, I love the fact that if a movie fails, there's still a chance that people can discover it's worth later. And yeah, I, yeah. Blade Runner's definitely that. Like, Blade Runner is, like, one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. yeah. There's a there's movies like that now. Like I would say that about Dread. Like oh the, fuck the, yeah, dude! Dread. Like Dread is incredible. Like I was, I've never been part of a petition for anything that wasn't like real world stuff before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like politics. Or <laughs> yeah, something like that. and <laughs> I've never been part of like a news group for anything yeah, in my life. Yeah. But I signed a fucking petition for Dread Two, and I joined the news group that was attached to it for any news that came about about it. Yeah. Like, I was shocked. I saw Dread and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, that movie is fucking like a masterpiece. I love it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you're right. There are movies like that that still come out. Like, on the reg, it's like, it's a lot of, a lot more space between them than I would like. Yeah, I kinda I, I, I know like people make fun of like Tron. I, I would say Tron's kinda better than people give it credit for. Yeah, people get uh, like people get like turned off on Tron because of the way it looks or whatever. But like yeah, but it's a good movie. It's it's what they're mad about with Tron is it's a simple story. And everyone wants some fucking super complicated, fucking like mind blowing plot twist bullshit. And it's like they can't sit there and watch like a like a like a a space age like Christ analogy. You know what I mean? And it's, it's like, like a that, good versus that, evil plot which people don't like. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, modern people like, don't like that plot. Yeah. And I think I've talked about this before on this podcast. Yes, like I've talked about it. I have a very like prominent theory that's always in my brain that like the reason why people are becoming like the new the newer generation of people and like even, like, adult people now who used to be not this way are becoming, like, more and more, like, virulent towards each other, just hateful, and just act like blatant assholes when they didn't before, is that all of our media completely glorifies that. There's no good versus evil anymore. It's, like, shit face versus asshole. Right, like, like being a dickhead to people is fine if, like, you're charming or something. Yeah. And it's like, here's the, here's the thing, though, people. Uh, most people are not charming or funny or valuable. No. Well, that's, like, a big <laughs> lesson that everybody kind of needs to learn anyway, is yeah. that, like, not everybody's fucking funny, right? Right. <laughs> right. Like, like, sometimes, like, you know, you don't get to be that way because, like, being a good person is, like, the only way you need to be in a certain moment in your life, you know? Not... I'm not a good person, so I don't... Josh! I've never been a good person. Josh! I'm like the... I'm like the Lieutenant Reed. (laughs) Whatever. Josh, you're great. Jettison me, Captain. Never. me out. Take my fucking air hose right in your b-hole. You're living forever. (laughs) And then Josh died from air (laughs) b-hole syndrome. They called it Josh Henderson syndrome. (laughs) 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 <laughs> man I would be honored if that was named after me <laughs> what is some medical students like what is Josh Henderson syndrome again and the teacher's like oh it's when you get an air tube shoved up your b-hole and you die and you die from too much air in your butt That is, it's, it's <laughs> medically unsound I think <laughs> And I want to I wanna double back to, like, not everyone is funny. Uh, if you yeah. think you're not funny, there's a good chance you probably are. Probably are, yeah. And if you think you are funny, there's a good chance you're probably not. <laughs> yeah. I. It's tough, man. Like, I'm not, like, there's a lot of funny people. Like, I don't want to say, like, nobody's funny. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of funny there, people. There's, like, uh, there's a lot of, like, tigers, too. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that they're, like, compared to other animals that there's a lot of them, you know? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> 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 Holy shit! That's some true ass shit. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of people who are funny. I mean, like the entertainment industry is jam packed where the people. Oh yeah, who are really funny. I mean, there's just funny regular people too. It's just that oh, yeah. I think the 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 opinion machine has gone out of control, and uh, oh yeah, and there's no like people- objectivity. It's everyone's just like, well, this is the way it should be, and it's <laughs> like, well, it, I mean, it can be that way, but it can also like be this other way too like it doesn't have to be like that's true in everything really yeah like we don't have to have movies about gritty characters who are like fucking dickhead badasses and we can also have movies that are just like about good and evil like we've been telling stories since we've been able to tell stories i mean you have those movies too i mean like that's what captain america movies are yeah Although, not like the Winter Soldier, since, like, well, I don't know, Captain America's still, like, a real good guy in that movie, it's just everyone else is a fucking Jiminy Cricket prick bastard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, like, he's kind of like the Superman, right, but, like, he's also, like, Batman in the sense that he gets, like, shunned and sent away, so it's like, there's still that element of, like, he's, like, kind of a bad guy or something from a certain point of view. Captain America? I- <laughs> Because he's like a war criminal, right? Like he like go. like oh, he's that's like true. He doesn't yeah. follow the orders and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he he's he like a deal. gritty, solid snake man now. Yeah, he's a solid snake now. He's got a beard and everything. Yeah, how dare he have a fucking beard? <laughs> Look handsomer than me with a beard. What a piece yeah, of shit. That's what I'm really mad about. Is Chris <laughs> fucking? What's his name? Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. I was gonna say Pine, but that's Captain Dummy. That's Captain Not Kirk. <laughs> With well, this episode, though, do you have any closing thoughts on this episode? I this is one of my favorite ones. It's it's up there for maybe one of the better ones. There's, but I will say, uh, as a consummate Enterprise supporter, watch the show. You'll find some diamonds in there, and it's totally worth the watch. And even some of the bad ones that are, aren't considered like really really great, you you might like them because it's still fun. There's a Seven Samurai episode in this season that you should definitely check out. Man, I love Seven Samurai episodes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I've got uh, a hot button issue question for you. Oh, Jesus, fuck. I'm putting you on the spot again. I already did this once tonight in uh, the Patreon exclusive podcast. Yeah. So, Enterprise gets a lot of shit. It's at the bottom of a lot of people's lists of uh, Star Trek programs. Uh, how do you feel about Enterprise as compared to Voyager? I think Enterprise is better than Voyager. I I agree with that from what I've seen today especially, but even what I'd seen before. Yeah, it's got a coherent story. The characters, like... It's characters aren't as strong as, like, DS9 or TNG, which is, like... That is my problem as... with the show yes. in general, is, like, yes. only, like, four characters on the show even really matter. Right. There's three of them that matter, and that's kind of, like, the Star Trek formula, right? Like, Paul is one, Captain Archer, and Trip, kinda... Trip sucks. And it, Trip du- isn't great, but he's, like... <laughs> he's, like, better than, like, Mayweather in the sense that, like, yeah. he's interesting. Yeah, he has a personality. Yeah. Yeah, and so that is a problem, but like way more than Voyager, there's like way more interesting character arcs. Like the, the people who bring up TOS when they talk about like how Enterprise has the three uh, main characters that really matter, and that's yeah. that's an apt comparison. But right. I think the difference between TOS and Enterprise in that in that way is uh, the ship on TOS is populated by like really interesting side characters. Yeah, there's always like.
1: Like you got your camions. sulu
0: your you yeah. got your Uhura, you got your uh, scotty right uh, like all these characters that are really fun and interesting even if they're not like super deep on the show yeah uh the problem i always had with enterprise is that outside of the three main characters you just have like people they're just like not fun yeah and i i well, definitely Flox agree with fun. that Flox is is pretty good um He's he's fun in that like he's the conduit to aliens, right? Like like there's an episode where uh one of Flux's wives cuz they have three wives shows up and she starts like mad fucking hitting on Tucker. Yeah, and, I re- I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> and Tucker is like, "Oh, wait a minute. This is fucking crazy." And he like he like wrestles with whether he should go tell the doctor. He's like, "Oh my god." So he finally like breaks down, does the right thing in his mind, and he goes tells the doctor and he's like did she give you a massage yet? Like he's like totally fine with it, <laughs> and like Tripp's like no, like she's your wife, and he's like whatever. <laughs> he's like we all are married to three people, like it doesn't matter. Like sex isn't just doesn't matter to us like that. Like, and like he, that's really. He and he's like flocks. I I just I don't know how to tell you this, but your your wife has been propositioning me, and he's like, yeah. uh, all right, well did you fuck her? Yeah, he's like, well, why don't you fuck her? He's like, you're... And then at the end, he's like, well, it's your loss. <laughs> like, he that shit. Like, it's he's crazy. like, you're being very rude, Tripp. <laughs> you're the rude one for not fucking my wife. A, it's an alien thing to most people. Yeah, uh, and I think that that's, like, super interesting, and it, like, makes you, like... It has fun with, like, we also... Met, you and I also make fun of this show being on, uh like... CW or whatever oh, yeah. the fuck it was on and like like the, the sexy angle but like it does have fun with that a little bit too and the fun like... parts are fine it's just like when you end yeah. up in a scene where like oh no we got alien juice on us we better get yeah. fucking naked and touch yeah, we each better. other we better jizz on each other to get rid of the juice in <laughs> our skin. Like that's like the, the stupid shit, right? It's it gets real gratuitous at points. Especially yeah. when Tapal gets her Ponfar. Yeah, the pon the the Ponfar shit is like oh my god. Especially with her, because <laughs> it's like, of course, yeah. right? It's like she, the CW executives were like, "Look, we gotta get a hot chick on this show, and she has to get naked." Well, like Voyager, they learned right, and they brought in Seven, and she like saved the show. So they were like, "Well, why don't we just have a Seven of Nine be on the yeah, show?" Yeah, let's have get a get-go. chick in a cat suit from the beginning. Yeah. Like, let's just have her on it. And then that's, like, where you get her from, and it's, so. It's so weird to me, though, because UPN was like, ah, we need a sexy lady, and we're gonna show her <laughs> naked, but we're not gonna show her butt, vagina, or breasts. <laughs> well, if it was on HBO now. Yeah, there would then, definitely then be would. a lot of butt and boobs. They show boobs on Discovery, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't show dicks though. They only show two dicks blasting piss. They don't. Screen. I would respect it more if they sh- just straight hot showed the dicks. Like I saw the word hot sl- like slip into that. <laughs> yeah, just straight like not even like like Game of Thrones. Just here's a dick, but it's two dicks. I would yeah. I would be like that's amazing. I would I would, I would still not approve of it, but I would I would have more respect for them. at least you went for it right. Like at least you like pulled the ripcord and you showed the two dicks. Instead of the, like, no, two dicks. Some people who have seen Discovery will, like, be like, no, they don't have two dicks. And then I'll show them the screen cap of the two piss whizzes coming. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. And then they suddenly start. It's like a repressed memory is being unleashed. (laughs) And they're like, oh, my God, Captain Lorca mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah. Now they had to do it. They had to do it. That was a big plot point. In season one of Star Trek Discovery. Actually, Klingons have two dicks. <laughs> yeah. It's uh they spend a lot of time on that one. <laughs> they spend more than zero time, which is a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, which is like the amount of time that like it mattered. It might sound like I always I'm afraid when we talk about this that it sounds like we're jealous that we don't have two dicks. <laughs> Like, I get worried that people are like, they're just mad they don't have two dicks. A little bit of nugget of truth in that, I think. I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking say I'm not (laughs) jealous. Like, I wish I had two dicks. Fucking Klingons! But at the same time, like, come on. Like, who cares? I don't care if someone doesn't have a dick, so why would I care if they have two dicks? It's just like weird, sort of like, I don't know, it's like, I feel like I'm going on a limb with this one, right? Follow me. (laughs) It's okay. a, it's a flimsy limb, but follow me um, anyway. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is like a little freak showish, right? It taps into yeah. that idea of like entertainment. Yeah. Like, not that's only a- are these crazy aliens like aliens, ooh, but point. they also have two dicks. That's not a flimsy. That's a that's a actually a really great point, Jeff. Like I'm serious. Like that's an incredible like. Well, it it just taps into that kind of entertainment, like yeah. this weird strangeness yeah. in people, yeah. and it. It serves to sort of like dehumanize the Klingons in a way. Like like they were fetishizing their two penises. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It's like it's like war propaganda because it's it's exactly what it is. It's like saying like uh, you know the Germans they don't have any dicks or the Germans like you know they're weak or 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 the Japanese like are like little guys who are like little racist guys you know what I mean Yeah. Like like it's the Looney Tunes. tunes. (laughs) Yeah. Like the Looney Tunes exactly. (laughs) Dude, that's great. That's a great point. So, so that's my my big limb for the day. My big here's, two limbs. Here's my final thought. <laughs> final two limbs. Here's my <laughs> final thought on, uh, on Enterprise. In Enterprise, Klingons have one dick, as far as we know. As far as we know at this point in time, Klingons have one dick. So, there you go. Uh, my final thoughts on Enterprise is uh, try it. Yes. Give it a shot. Give it a chance. I didn't. Like, I watched a few episodes. I gave it what I thought was a shot. Yeah. watched a few episodes and decided, like, it wasn't Star Trek. And that was a snap judgment. And I'll, I'll own up to that, right? Where Where are you? Have you watched, like, did you watch after this or before this? Or I've where, watched... Like, where are you? I've watched uh, almost all of season one at this okay. point. And this episode, like those episodes got better as it went along. Yeah. And this episode especially is like season 2 episode 3, I think, yes. is like 100% Star Trek. Yeah. You should watch season 2. Um season 3 is a little like it's like uh like a long movie because it all connects and it's like a, a Zindi. And maybe you won't like the Zindi, but maybe you will. I will see. But I think Enterprise gets, like, shoved to the side, right? Because it doesn't say Star Trek in the title. It doesn't have the right logo. And I'm guilty of that, right? Where I was like, oh, they tried to change it? They tried to change my Star Trek? Right. But now that I'm, like, an old guy, I don't really care. Like, you can change whatever (laughs) as long as it's not stupid. And Enterprise is not stupid at all. It's a really good series from what I've seen so far. I've been converted. Josh Henderson converted me to his religion, and it's Enterprise. Next week, we'll finally get Jeff to watch Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Oh my god. We'll see, buddy. I think that's one I'm going to hold on to forever. (laughs) Hey, hey, like Flock said about his wife, it's your loss, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Why won't you fuck my TV series? Why don't you fuck my show, Jeff? I, uh, I I do think I'm gonna get to Battlestar Galactica eventually. Once you do, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck was I doing?" Like, I want to play you. Star Trek online. I can't even fucking find time for that. Like, I know I don't even have time to have fun either. So yeah, it's got to the point where like I have stuff to do that I can't even do. That's like for my work because I don't have time for it, dude. It's like I feel like that's anyway. This is turning into like us complaining about shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel that way. So just know. It's good. I feel it's good to know I'm not alone. <laughs> You're not alone. It's again I reiterate, give Enterprise a try. Even if yeah. you've given it a try before, give it a bit of a longer try. Especially if yeah. you watch this episode, I feel like you'll see the like what's, what's the word I'm looking for. The the charm. The it's, charm is isn't anywhere near it, but it's a good point. The show does have a lot of charm charm to it but you'll see like what it can be like yes it's potential that's what There's I was a lot of for. potential and that's that usually is like a like a negative like passive aggressive thing to say oh, like it had but a like, lot of potential it does reach like its potential at, at certain points and it's the payoff is like worth it i, I mean like you see your potential for enjoying the rest of the series through this episode yeah the the first couple uh episodes in this season are really good so check those out Carbon Creek. The episode before this is incredible. I love it. I have to go back and watch that when I get a second. Yeah, um, it's it's very Star Trek. Again, I want to point out, even though we had like a ten minute commercial at the beginning, that we have a Patreon. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, give us your money so we can do more <laughs> Star Trek stuff. So we can talk about more Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about a lot of things. Like we we have ideas for things, and uh, we need funding for that. So, Here. just give us your money, so I can finally get my second goddamn dick. Let's do this thing. Fucking finally. Fuck. Uh, we have a Twitter as well. You can follow. It's at M Class Podcast, mm-hmm. and we also do another show called M Class Email. And uh, you can send emails to us and we'll read them out loud with our mouths on the Mm. show. And that's uh, mclassemail at gmail.com. Singular? Yeah. No S. No S. Uh, Please follow our Twitter and talk to us because we are lonely. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to thank you all for tuning in, whether you're a patron or not. We appreciate everything that you do, whether you just listen or whether you like or you retweet or tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, thanks. We appreciate the shit out of that. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you again on M-Class Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Coca-Cola. The, the slime is cola, cola in, in the galaxy. galaxy.